Hey gang, it's Tim here for Arkham's Kids, and uh, man, I've been swamped at work, so I haven't had any time to play anything that I wanted to do, so uh, adulting just is terrible. So, I am back, I am working on Patrice Hathaway into the Forgotten Age, and let me tell you, I'm doing the Threads of Fate, and... I absolutely hate the set of the Threads of Fate so much. Because I'm always worried about doing the, the three acts and the three threads page where you have to like fine-tune the A's and B's, C's and D's, and E's and F act decks. And I'm always afraid that I'm going to mess this up. So I like I double check, I double triple check, I quadruple check to make sure that I got this right. So if I don't get this right, um well we're gonna screw up together. I just like <laughs> I absolutely this is like the one of the scenarios I absolutely dread setting up and I don't know why I think it's just intimidating with all the action agendas I just absolutely hate setting it up and it's got that choose your own adventure kind of vibe it's like well you can go to the police and you know talk about Alejandro's disappearance or you can go and find Alejandro on your own and if you don't listen to that crazy Amazon woman uh, on her tail, or if she just decided to cold ditch you, I mean, it's just, uh, it, it's a lot, so, it's just my minor quip on it, so, so, with Patrice, I haven't been doing a very good job, the first two scenarios were absolutely brutal for me, um, I mean, I'm not taking any wounds and stuff like that, but I'm just ditching out and not taking any damage or mental trauma, uh, but I'm not accomplishing anything either, I mean, I had two more experience points, and I went ahead and upgraded a Peter Sylvester, and then upgraded for free, but with my two arcane researches, uh, I got another water protection at level two, so, um, still feels like I'm not accomplishing a whole heck of a lot here, but it is what it is. So, for the choices, uh, uh, if we circle back. And that is my dog barking wonderfully. <laughs> Let me check to see what he's doing. Ah, so my dog was barking at the local FedEx guy. Which is interesting because when you're shopping for shoes, you can't wear shoes, well, at least in Ohio, to try them on. So you got to order them. So, which is really fun because not all shoes fit the right way. So, like Nike might fit differently from wearing Reebok or something like that. So, that's a fun journey. <laughs> alright. Well. Uh, alright. So, the paths I chose, um, I did listen to her tale. Alessandra does have the, the relic. Uh, I did listen to Ictaka's tale, so there is a chaos token that hits the bag. Um... And we go to the setup, and then for the three threads of fate, or axe, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, Alejandrus recovered the Relic of Ages, so I did those. And for C and D, just to double check. Again, I'm double checking, because I'm always like, that. I'm going to mess this up. And I'm just going to, like, completely tank it. I might rage and flip my table. No, I won't, but I, it would feel like that. Uh, I did not go to the police, and the attack is tail. And I should start at, where am I starting at? 
Uh, East Platte Rescue and Play begins in Rivertown. So, bottom right. So, Rivertown's to the right. You got Miskatonic U, U to the left. And there's just a bunch of stuff everywhere. Curiosity Shop on the left side, then north side, downtown in the middle. Makes sense. East Town, and then Velma's Diner. Um, so, I'm connected to Velma's Diner. Uh, Miskatonic U. And taking a look at anything else here. That's really it. Uh, so it's either Miskatonic U and East Town. So let me shuffle my deck here. Draw my five cards. Patrice, again, um, just to refresh my memory, she has seven health. She's already taken two points of sanity because of the two arcane searches. So she is now down to five. Uh, my maximum hand size is reduced by three, so it's always five during the upkeep phase. Instead, drawing one card, discard everything if they're non-weakness, and then draw up to five. Elder Sign, you get a plus one. After this test ends, you may shuffle all but one card from your discard pile back in your deck. So it's got the built-in uh, reshuffle your deck ability, which I don't think I've pulled too many times. Maybe once or twice. She's got a willpower four, uh, intellect two, strength two, agility Alrighty, so opening hand is Mr. Verlay, Deny Existence, Desperate Search, which I think that's going to be shuffled back, Reckless Assault, Run for Your Life. Okay, <laughs> see how this is going. Alright, so I'll keep the Deny Existence and the Mr. Verlay, and then I will shuffle the Desperate Search, Reckless Assault, Run for Your Life, put that to the side, drop three more, winging it. You got that right, I'm winging this. Defiance and Patrice's Violin. Interesting. Interesting. All right, so Rivertown. Rivertown has a clue. Just one. One trap. So my goals before I even start the first turn here. So for the agenda, you have three tasks before you and a limited amount of time before the trail goes cold. Which do you do? Where do you go first? And where to search? Shroud is six. Or not six, but Doom Threshold is six. There is an option to resign. You don't want to resist taking too long, so you head to safety with the information you've gathered. And there are three paths. The relic is missing because that jerk Alejandro took it. Uh, I can spend one clue here. But only the investigators at Miskatonic U can spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. So if I get a clue, go to Miskatonic U, I can advance that. The search for Alejandro, this is also one clue. And then I have to go to East Town and spend the requisite number of clues to advance. And then Guardians and Quarry. Uh, again, one clue. Only investigators in this north side and spend the number of clues to advance. Well, I can't really get to the north side from Rivertown, so I think my two choices would be, oh, Miskatonic U and East Town. All right, let's start that first turn. All right, so the violin I should play now. You got to choose and discard one card from my hand, exhaust the violin, and choose an investigator location to gain a resource and draw a card. I think that's kind of valuable, so let's play that first. So I'll go down to three resources, play the violin, 
violin is in play. Then, honestly, it's like these cards, you just got to burn it or lose it. Uh, turn two. I'll play the miss. Go down to one resource. And the miss has four charges, and I can use my willpower to evade, or attempt to evade. If I pull any funky symbol, I have to discard a card from my hand, which is not a real big deal for her, because, again, she's going to be pitching cards. Last one. Well, I got Defiance and Deny Existence with the Wild Pip. I really want to get that clue. Two to one. The bag is difficult. Even on easy, it's still difficult. So I'm going to pitch both of these cards to my discard, and it's going to give me plus two, so I'll be at four to one. And it is a skull. And the skull is minus X, where X is the highest number of doom on a cultist enemy. There isn't any. So if you get that clue. Hooray. Got a clue. Um, before the end of my turn, I'm going to use the violin. Because it doesn't take an action. I can choose and discard one card from my hand, which is the winging it. I'll pitch it. And then I'm going to gain a resource for that. So I'm out of cards. Uh, no enemies, so we're going to re refresh everything. Uh, I have no cards to discard, because I've discarded everything. I'll draw back up to five and gain a resource. I'll be at three. And my five cards is Ward of Protection, Last Chance, Perception, Mist of Relay, and Watcher from Another Dimension. Uh, it's Peril Hidden Hunter. I have to secretly add this to my hand. I may fight or evade this enemy while it is in your hand. As if it were your location. If you succeed, discard it from your hand. If you fail, spawn it. Oh, so I gotta do this now. Oh, it says you may fight or evade as if it was in your hand in your location. If you succeed, discard it from your hand. If you fail, spawn it and engage with you. When your deck runs out of cards, if the enemy is your hand, it attacks you from your hand. Okay. So it just eats up a hand slot and I can try to avoid it which is still tough because it's five fighting five agility two wounds but it hits you for three so I'm not gonna try to worry of it now all right put a doom on the three fates I'm gonna draw my card and it is a locked door attached to a location with the most clues without a locked door attached you know there isn't any so this is great um, I'm gonna put it on Rivertown Kind of glad I got that clue. Not too shabby there. All right. So let's see here. What am I going to do? Uh, well, I'm going to go to Miss Katana Q. So turn one. Go to Miss Katana Q. And it is two clues around this thing. Four Shroud. Worth the victory point, if I can get them all off. And I can search top six cards for uh, my deck for a tome or spell card and add it to my hand and shuffle your deck. Uh, but I'm there. I'm going to spend my one clue. And then advance the Miskatonic University and the Relic is missing. Uh, I have opened up the Etzli. Etzli? Etzli. I'm going to say Etzli. Etsley exhibits. Three Shroud. Uh, there's two clues on this. Put it into play. Alrighty. This also has two clues. 
Uh, force. Whenever you reveal a special character symbol other than the Elder Sign while investigating the exhibit, you have to take a horror. And this is connected, so... All right. Hmm. I don't want to do last chance. I don't want to do perception either, but I really do need to scarf up more clues. So what do I have to do for the second part here? Um, at the exhibit, only investigators in the Etsley exhibit can expend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. Okay. And I need to spend two for that. These are not easy clues to get, though. So, let's do this. I will go to the exhibit. Should I go to the exhibit? Yeah, I'll go to the exhibit. All right. The exhibit, I will go. All right, so, sorry for the dead pause there. I will pitch the perception in the water protection. That'll give me three. I'm going to have to discuss what I get to draw card. Three plus two is five. Five to three. So, minus three. Okay. That's a fail. Um, so, that was one. Oh, wait a minute. I lost track of my actions here, so spend that with the clue. Two and three. That was it for three. Okay, so I couldn't even do really last chance if I wanted to. So that was it for my third turn. Before that is over with, I will pitch the Mr. Relay, gain a resource. Because I need it. And then I'll pitch the last chance. There are no enemies. I'll ready everything. I will draw back up to five. I got to keep the Watcher from another dimension. So I got Deny Existence, Guts, Desperate Search, Peter Sylvester, and it's the un-upgraded uh, Peter Sylvester. Two Doom on the Three Fates. I'm going to draw my Mythos, and it is Nobody's Home. Attached to your location. There are no clues on your location. Nobody's Home gains search. Oh, there is. I have to spend an additional action to investigate the attached action. Oh, that's great. No bueno. I don't like that. However, alright. First turn, I will spend Peter Sylvester. I'll play him. Gives me at least a plus one to the evade. And then I can heal a whore from him. So, one health, two sanity. I'll spend three, go down to one resource there. See, now this just stinks. I'm going to spend an additional action to investigate the attack action. So, Desperate Search really is not cutting the mustard for me. So, I am going to, with Patrice's violin, pitch it. And I'm going to have, I'm going to draw a card this time. And I drew, well, I drew an overpower. Okay. Well, still got two actions. I am going to, this really stinks. That card just snakes. All right. I will go back to Miskatonic University. Maybe I'll just start working on the other items there. So I'll pitch everything else. Still got to keep the Watcher. 
ready the violin. Again, there are no enemies. I will draw back up to five. Six cents. Fearless. Prophecy and Defiance. All right, free doom. My mythos is Wizard of the Order. Uh, put it on any empty location. Retaliate at the end of the mythos phase. Place one doom on the Wizard of the Order. Oh, I'm going to have to find a, find a way to get rid of this guy. This guy is not good. He is not good at all. Um, well, I will put him at... I'll put him at... Ooh, I'll put him at Rivertown. Why not? I don't have any really uh, good way of fighting it. Let me let me look. I pretty, I know I did pitch a card here. It was for the winging it. Uh, I gives you minus one shroud for the investigation. If you you if you played winging from your discard power, you discover additional clue if you succeed. Okay. Um, that would make it a three. So I guess that would be a good thing. I only got two resources, so I can't really play six cents. But I can pitch. Pitch the Fearless with my violin. And I will get a resource for it. So I'll be at three. Spend a three. Play six cents. Um, that gives me the investigate option. I can use my willpower instead of. Uh, uh, knowledge. If I draw any special symbol uh, revealed during this session, you may choose a, re a revealed location connected to your location. And you're now investigating it as you were at that chosen location instead of your location. Alright. So, I'm going to... That was turn... Yeah, that was turn one. With a sixth sense. The violin I already used. Um... Second action. I'll use the investigate. And I'll... Well, can't play winging it without having a resource. So turn two, I'll gain a resource. Turn three, I'll spend that resource to use winging it to reduce that Shroud and Miskatonic U by one. So I'll be at three. But the problem there is I can't use my Sixth Sense that way because they're two separate investigates. Um, but I'm still going to do that because I can grab both of them, and that's really what I want to do. So I can pitch Prophecy. That'll give me plus two, so I'll be at four to three, and then Defiance for five to three. And what's the one that will really hurt me the most on one of those special symbols? It would be... Uh, not to say Cultist. So if I draw a Cultist symbol, I can say no in this world. But I'm at five to three. If I'm successful, two, three. Zero, sorry. Grabbed them both. That's good. Good, good, good. That's it for my third action. Wizard of Order is just going to stand and hang out menacingly. I have to shuffle the winging it back into my deck. Give that a quick shuffle. And enemy phase is done. I am going to gain a resource. Be at one. Watcher from another dimension is still in my hand. I draw Run for Your Life, Say Your Prayers, St. Hubert's Key, and Unexpected Courage. Blah, okay. 
All right, for Doom. And my Mythos card is Haunting Night Gaunt. When I attempt to evade it, uh, I have to double the negative modifier. modifier when revealed. Three fighting, one um, agility, four wounds, which I really don't have a handle on. Alrighty, so I have a baddie to deal with. Um, I need to avoid it. I think I should avoid it. And I think I'm going to spend a charge off my miss so I can use my willpower. And that'll be at four, four to one. And after successfully evading the chosen enemy, I can move to a connecting location. Four to one. Am I good with that? Uh, I think I'm going to beef it up with the unexpected courage. Six to one. Because I, I'm worried about the double, you know, the negative modifier. That's a cultist symbol, so I would double that to a negative four. If you do not exceed by at least one, take one damage. Well, I'm kind of glad I did spend the unexpected courage, because I did successfully evade him. And I'll move back to the exhibit. The only reason why is because I got those two clues now. So that was turn one. Turn two, I will spend the two clues, even though I'm not going to get the victory point off the exhibit. But at the exhibit, it just says only investigators make, and the exhibit can spend the requisite number of clues, which is two, which is fine. It's great. I meet it. Let's see what it is. You search the exhibit whether the relic was to be on display, looking for signs where it may have been taken. Though you find no concrete evidence on the ground near the exhibit entrance, you do notice several recent scuff marks made by men's shoes. You asked Drew, who was the last to see the exhibit after Knowledge General left. Some suits, government types. They had the clearing they had clearing to see the exhibit from Mr. Walstead, the curator. It's far from proof that with the relic's location, but it's a lead. Hopefully it will point you to the right direction. Put the set aside town hall into play, and it's connected to downtown. So, there it is. If it was already in play, add a clue on it. And then set the set-aside relic vages to the town hall. There are two or fewer acts in play. Uh, there were two or fewer acts in play. Add an additional clue to the town hall. And then advance to Act 3A, find the relic. So there was two there. They had to recover the relic and then find the relic. So that's what I'll end up doing for this one. But I gotta find the relic. No, no, uh, no pressure there. Uh, if there were two or fewer Act decks in play, an additional clue. Oh. No, there isn't. They're all, all three are still out. Okay. All right. Played that right. Good. All right. So I still got two actions. I am going to move back to Miskatonic U because the Haunting Icon is tapped. Oh, I forgot to put a Doom on the Wizard of the Order. So we're really at five. Um. 
just going to try to do as much as I can and get the heck out. So Miskatonic U is connected to the north side, which I haven't investigated yet. And that is it. It just will dump me into the north side. So turn three, I will go to the north side. North side has three shroud. There are two clues on this bad boy. And it's worth a victory point. There's also an action on here. You can spend five resources to gain two clues from the token pool. Group limit once per game. So that's a good thing. So my third turn, I didn't get to play St. Hubert's Key. So I'm just going to burn one of these cards just so I can get another resource. Pitch everything else. Uh, enemy phase. Nothing happened in there because I got a tap Night Gaunt. Wizard of the Order is just going to hang out. I'm looking menacingly, cranking out Doom. I will pitch all my cards, gain another resource. Be at three. Still got the watch from another dimension in my hand. Got Overpower, Perception, Manual Dexterity, and Cornered. Cornered is a really good card. I remember playing this last time. It definitely has value considering Patrice does get rid of a lot of cards. All right, well, unfortunately, Doom will advance because that would be number six. Uh, the town is bustling as noon comes and goes. The university students travel from class to class. Business people take breaks from their busy office lives in East Town. Velma's diner is abuzz with a lunch rush. Despite this normal veil of normality, the curtain has been lifted. You see the top of what it really is an endless mire of secrets. My kids will be coming in here talking all about the Illuminati. Shuffle the encountered discard pile back into the deck. I haven't had to shuffle everything. Everything has been placed out. If there are only two acts in play, place one Doom on Agenda 2A, as it is revealed. Well, there is, because I didn't finish them all. Alright, so it gets a Doom on there. And it's the same thing as before. There is a Resign ability. Uh, threshold is six. So one uh, behind the curtain. And I still got to draw a card. Draw my bad stuff here. So that's done. My mythos is false lead. If you have no clues, it gains search. I have no clues, so search it is. Another locked door. I will put it, well, the Sealy exhibit, well, you're just going to just take it because I definitely don't want to have it on the north side. I like the north side. I heard it's a good town. It's a good part of town. And then Wizard of the Order gets also a Doom. I really wish I have a weapon to deal with that dude. I'm just not there for the fights. Alright. I'm at the north side. I do need to reach the town hall. But I gotta get to downtown. But I really want those clues. And I'm at the north side. So I do want to keep on advancing stuff here. Yeah, I really should try to advance as much as I possibly could. So, let's use my sixth sense. Do I want to use my Yeah, I should use my sixth sense. But I really don't want to play my cornered. So, I should play my cornered. Cornered will be out. I'll pay two. Be down to one resource. My first action. I could discard a card from my hand to get plus two skill value for this test. And then once per test. That helps out a lot. Um, turn two. Uh, let's go to... Uh, that Haunting Nikon's going to be following me. So let's go to downtown. 
There's one clue on this. And it's three shroud. And I can spend an action to gain three resources of it once per game. And this will connect to the downtown area. And does it connect to anything else? Nope, just north side and east town. So that was turn two. Turn three. Let's try to get that clue. Why not? But that's at a three with my six cents. So I'm at four to three. And I will pitch manual dexterity to make it six to three. Ah, uh, Elder Thing, minus two. If you fail, lose one of your clues. Well, I got a clue, so that's good. One clue. This is my third action. Uh, enemy phase, uh, Hunting Night Gaunt's going to move up to the north side. So that's it. I'm going to, well, even before that, let me use my violin. So I'll pitch the overpower, pop, overpower for the violin. Give me another resource via two. Now, Night Gaunt will move to the north side. Then I can refresh everything. So perception goes away. Still got the watch from another dimensional hand. Run for your life. The winging it. Reckless assault. An improvised weapon. All right. We're at three total doom. My mythos card is Mysterious Channing. Place two doom on the nearest cultist enemy. Now there is. That stinks. If there are no cultists, get a cultist. All right. So, three for the wizard of the order. And then at the end of the mythos, it will be at four. So, wow, this clock is really advancing against me now. That's going to pop next turn. I really should just go to the town hall. I don't ever remember doing this uh, last time I played this to get to the town hall with the Relic of Ages on it. So, let's... Uh, Let's do that. I'll go to the town hall. First action. And the town hall. After you enter the town hall, if you have four or more cards in hand, choose and discard your cards from your hand until you have three. So I got to get rid of two cards. I will get rid of winging it. It seems to make sense. And I'll get rid of a reckless assault. Four shroud. One clues on it. Uh, while Relic of Ages is attached to the location, that location gets plus two shroud. So it's actually, actually at six shroud. Um, if there's no clues remaining on this, then I can advance that card. And I think I should. But I got to pass it first. So right now, it's at a six. So six to, well, if I use my six cents, that'd be a four. And I can pitch for corner, and that'll put me even up. But I can play winging it from my discard, and that would reduce my shroud by one, but I wouldn't be able to use my willpower, which is a paltry two. So let's use the violin before I make that decision. I will pitch run for your life. I will draw a card and see if there's any more value out of this one. It's another improvised weapon. Well, that's great. Um, hmm. All right. 
So I got two actions. I will spend the improvised weapon. That's going to be straight up six to six. Oh, that's, that's rough. No pressure. Oh, that's a tentacle. That's a that's a fail. That's wondrous. Uh, well, I guess the last turn I'll just do it again with the cornered with the six cents six to six final final turn. Plus one. Hey, got it. Uh, and I can advance. If the Relic of Ages is attached to Town Hall, after an hour searching Arkham's Town Hall, you notice a faint blue glow emanating from underneath the door to the city planner's office. You break into the office without being noticed. Now, oh, very casually, I just do that. I just break into the office. Uh, the Relic is lying on his desk, along with a map of the city that is covered with strange markings and iconography. Why is it here? The investigators nearest to the Town Hall takes control of the Relic of Ages. Remove the remainder of the Act B deck from the game. If another Act card is in play, continue playing. Okay. Well, one down, two to go. Hopefully. And I control the Relic of Ages, which does nothing. Just a blue bobble. Just probably makes a goofy noise. So that was turn three. I did it on my final turn. So, enemy phase. Haunting and I got from the north side into downtown. And I can ready all my stuff. I have no cards left in hand, so I'm going to draw five. Uh, my upgraded Peter Sylvester, St. Hubert's Key, Fearless, and Say Your Prayers. Well, unfortunately, this is going to advance, because I can't deal with that Wizard of the Order hanging out of Rivertown. The streets begin to empty as evening approaches. When the office buildings shut their doors, the club opens theirs. Places both public and hidden from view. Downtown Arkham, the Ward Theater is well lit and filled to capacity. Probably playing the King in Yellow. That's what I think, anyways. The surrounding streets, however, are eerily quiet. Only soft footsteps from nearby alleys hint any sign of life. And a cold wind whistle throughs the air. Workday might have ended, but your work is far from over. The figures walking down the street start to fill you with a sense of dread instead of comfort. Shuffle the encounter discard pile back into the deck. If there are only two decks in play, place a Doom on Agenda 3. There's only one act deck in play. Place two Doom on Agenda 3, if it was revealed. And it's just one. So, one. And then, I'm just going to do this now. Wizard of the Order is going to get one. But i got to shuffle. I only have two cards in my discard pile for the, the encounter deck. So, let's give that a quick shuffle. And draw my card. And again, the last agenda, Hidden Entanglements, uh, it's got a resign option. I can do it at any time. Um, six uh, on the threshold. And my Mythos card is Conspiracy of Blood. Attach Conspiracy of Blood to the current agenda. Okay. Each of uh, the attached agenda gets minus one Doom Threshold. Oh, okay, that's great. Each cultist enemy gets a parlay, though. So, test willpower four. If you see, discard one copy of the Conspiracy of Blood. If you fail, place a Doom on this enemy. Wow. Um, this is just going to make this really quick for me. Alright. Two, two, two Dooms on there out of a five threshold now. Mm. 
And I got a haunting nightgown staring me right in the face. So, um... Um, well, I mean, I could try to fight the night going. Let's have a three to my two. <laughs> to my two. Uh, okay. Well, alright, so I'll move out downtown. Night Gaunt's going to engage me. And then I will try to evade it. I will pitch Peter Sylvester with my cornered. And then use my Mr. Relay. So that's a four, six, six to one. And if I'm, if I draw any funky symbol, I can just cut a card from my hand. But if I'm successful, I can move to a connecting location. Which is kind of what I want. I got a zero. Sweet. Alright, so I can move to a connecting location. And I'll go to East Town. And then... Where, where do I put you? Oh, there you are. Night going. You are... Tapped at downtown, so that was one, two to the evade. I'm at East Town. I have not seen East Town yet. There is a clue on this one. And while you're at East Town, reduce the cost of each alley set, set you play by two. Well, that's a bummer. Uh, but I can spend one of my clues, considering I'm at East Town for the search of Alejandro. Uh, Henry Duval. It's a friend. I have to put him in play in Velma's Diner. And then as an action, you can choose and discard a card from my hand to parlay with him and discuss about its whereabouts. Test book three. If you succeed, place a clue on this card from the token pool. Uh, friends in high places. So, my objective is, is to spend, um, if there are one clue... On Henry Duval, I can rem I must remove him and immediately advance. So, um, make sure I got this right. One went to downtown. Two to evade. I still have one action left, so I will move into Thelma's diner. And the diner has no clues. East Town is connected to Thelma's diner. Uh, you can spend all of your actions if you kill some time at the diner and listen to conversations with patrons around you. Gain two clues from the token pool. So, before I say done, I will pitch the Fearless and draw a card. Oh, no, I don't want to draw a card. I'll gain a resource. I'll be at three. Enemy phase. Wizard of the just going to hang around. Haunting Night Gaunt will ready, and then I will ready everything else. I will pitch the keys and say your prayers. Draw back up to five. Desperate Search. Unexpected Courage. A Winging It. And a Prophecy. Uh, second Doom. On Hidden Entanglements. I will draw my Mythos. Nobody's home. Tax to your location. There are no clues on your location. Nobody's home. Gain surge. There are no clues on this thing. Thank goodness. So get rid of that card. Draw another one. False lead. Uh, gain. Um, if you have no clues, I do have one clue. If you have one or more clues, test book four. For each point you fail by, place one of your clues on your location. Okay. I don't think this one to be a big deal for me. It's a cultist. Minus two. If you do not see by at least one, take a damage. I do take a damage. 
So that will put me down to six. Um, so that's it for false lead. Uh, Wizard of the Order will move up another one. I'm pretty much, this will be last turn. I don't think I'm going to do a whole heck of a lot here. I'm probably going to have to resign and bolt out. So, let's choose and discard a card from my hand. I'll get rid of the Desperate Search. I'm going to try to parlay with them. It is book three. Uh, so, I am going to play Unexpected Courage. That'll be a four to three. And then I'll pitch... Oh, I'll pitch winging it. And make it six to three with the corner. So, six to three. I really want to nail this. If anything, it just makes me feel better. Six to three. I got a zero. You heard the tingling on my recording device. So, clue has been placed on there. And as soon as I do, I immediately mance this card for friends in high places. Oh, no. That's bad. <laughs> He's the kidnapper. Switch this card with the bystander version. Set the side aside Alejandro Vela to Henry... Uh, let's see. Switch this card to the bystander versions of Henry Rowe, removing that version of the game. Then attach the set aside Alejandro Vela to Henry Rowe. Alejandro's plight. It's the next one. It's not the prison card, it's the plight. While Alejandro is attached to an enemy, the enemy gets plus two health. If the enemy, Alejandro Vela, is attached to Leaf's play, I can advance this act. Okay. So, first action, I did do that. So, he's a four fight, three wounds, two evade. He does one and one. And he's on me. Because he's a humanoid. He's a conspirator. He's elite. Really don't have a lot to do there. So, I got two turns, two actions left. I will... Uh, I have Prophecy in my hand. I do have an improvised weapon. I would have to spend both to do it. But it put me at a three to my fight of two. I do not like those odds. Three to two. I'd be down one. I could play Prophecy, but that's only going to give me a one. Uh, all right, I'll pitch the Prophecy, draw a card, and just see if I get something else. I get Reckless Assaults. I don't have three or fewer remaining Sanity. Well, I will play Winging It. I'll try anyways with the Cornered. And, or the, not Winging It, but Improvised Weapon. Minus one Fight, so I get to shuffle this back. Oh, it puts me at 4 to 3. I'd be at plus 1. And if I'm successful, I did win. So, I'm hitting into some really cheap diner flatware. Skull. Uh, minus X with a number of cultists enemy in place. It's just... Huh. <laughs> it's just 1. It's 
So I do do two, two wounds. Sweet. All right. Last action. Unfortunately, my time is going to run out. So I resign. Uh, I almost got two out of that. For some of us, not too shabby. So eh, let's see what we got uh, when I resign. Uh, if no re resolution re re reached, if it was resigned or defeated, re resolution one. You arrive back at your house to take stock of the situation. Your investigation throughout the city has uncovered the existence of a sweet, uh, sweet, <laughs> sweet cabal. <laughs> it's so sweet. Ah, a secret cabal within Arkham. From what you can tell, they call themselves the Brotherhood. They seem to know about the silly relic and Alejandro's previous expedition than even you do. Their methods are secret and ferocious, and their motives elude you still. However, one piece of vital information comes to light. They seek a place known as the Nexus of Nakai. Uh, Taka claims. A map of Central America lies on the table for you. Mark what the previous expedition trail. I've heard of this place, but its exact location is not known to me. Once again, your mysterious guide appears to know more than she lets on. She travels all this way to tell me this stuff, but really, now I'm going to head back, which doesn't make any sense. Maybe she was concerned because the relic's over here. She thinks she was going to get it. I don't know. This feels like a red herring. Uh, let's see. Check what the acts which were completed during the ceremony. If Act 3B was completed. It's... I think that was the only one I did complete. Yes. I, I have found the missing relic. If the relic of ages is not a part of the investigator deck, any investigator must include in his or her deck. So I get it. Okay. Uh, it... Alright. So, if D was completed, uh, I did not. So... I have to record that he's missing. And finally, uh, I did not forge a bond with Attacka. Um, have to put Attacka is led me into the dark. So I do not get to add her in the deck. Lead investigators earn the expedition journal card and may include it in his or her deck. Uh, the expedition journal is... What is that? I know it's out here. Uh, da -da. come on now. So many cards. All right, Expedition Journal. I can put that in my deck as well. It allows me to take an additional action during your turn, which you can only use to explore. So that's kind of good. Uh, gain victory points equal to the victory display, and then earns one additional XP for each Act 1 card that was completed during this scenario. I did two. So two there. I got Miskatonic down. I got the Town Hall down. That's four. Hey, look. I actually have XP's this round to spend. So I got four XP's. A resupply point. It is clear. Now you have to venture once more into the wilds. You get to... Before departing Arkham, it might be a good idea to take a visit to St. Mary's Hospital. I was not poisoned, so I don't have to worry about that. I can spend five experience points to remove a single point of physical and mental trauma. I only got four. And then finally, I got a reprovision, which I will do later because I don't have my journal open. And that will do it. All in all, not too bad. It really, this deck feels like I really. It's toolboxy. That, that's about the best way I'm going to put it out. Um, I, I don't have answers for the weapon for any of these really, other than the improvised weapon and stuff like that. And I really didn't draw anything worthwhile to, to handle the enemies. Now, I'm not actually saying go full out like Guardian mode or anything like that. But I just didn't have anything to, to actually deal. I mean, every once in a while, I might have to come up to an enemy and I might have to deal with it. 
like uh, The Wizard of the Order, which I am in no way able to handle or deal with. So, I mean, four XPs. I'm going to take a look and see on ArkhamDB what I should upgrade to because I'm trying to play a balanced solo uh, Patrice deck for this. So I'll see what they recommend first on it. Uh, but to me, like... I don't need, like, the whole kit and caboodle, you know. I mean, I don't need to go all John Wick. I just need to, like, every once in a while try to take care of an enemy. That really can impede my play. And I lost uh, probably about maybe a turn or two. So I could have actually completed another part of the act. Maybe saved an Alejandro, but it, it didn't work out that way. So um, I'll read provision. I'll work on it later. So considering I've been off for, like, three weeks... And I'll stop there for a moment because I need to get a drink. Okay, so considering the time off that I've had, I have been playing a couple other things of note. Um, recently, considering, you know, with the downtime and whatnot, we've been playing a lot of board games uh, with the family. And uh, um, a couple of them are pretty good. So probably in my last podcast, I was talking about Terraforming Mars, which is still in my rotation and I've still been playing with. And it is very enjoyable. But we were also looking at other games. And how appropriate that I'm going to talk to the next one. Because we're dealing with the Forgotten Age. Is um, I picked up Robinson Caruso. Uh, made by Portal Games. And uh, it wasn't too bad. I mean the rule book is very intimidating. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's a huge rule book. Um, so thankfully you know. Watching uh, a Watch a Play video with uh, with Rodney. And then. A couple other, you know, playthroughs and stuff like that that's on YouTube. Uh, I, I had a way better handle on it. And I, and I might be screwing up, but maybe a couple things in there. But really, it, it comes down to it's utter defeat. So, Robin, Robinson Caruso, you are stuck on a cursed island. And there's like a, about seven scenarios right out of the box you can play out of. And the first one's like Castaway. So, think of like the Tom Hanks movie. You're just trying to build up the materials to set a fire in case you do see a boat or something like that you can be signaled and be rescued off the island. However, you start with really with almost like absolutely nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. You get like nothing. Um, you have to work and then build and upgrade equipment and weapons and make a camp and then go forage for food and then potentially maybe fight a beast or two and then at the same time getting wood. So you have to put all these priorities in lined up. So it's a very, very enjoyable solo experience. You will lose a lot. I still have yet to win this game. Um, but my son really took a shine to it. So TJ, who plays, he's 13. He's, he really got into it. And this is one that's been hitting the table a lot. And it, we, we get close to getting like, all the materials to get off the darn island. And we can't get it because the weather turns south. Because once you get stuck on the island, it says the... The weather is getting bad. I mean, there are colder temperatures. Ahead, and they do mean it. And we always get hosed at the ta tail end of that game. So, that is in my rotation. I have been playing that. Also, I have picked up This War is of Mine. And that is a... Well, it was a iOS uh, game app where you're not, you're not a hero by any means. You're just a survivor stuck in a brutal civil war. And you have to try to make ends meet, be it at, you're in a house, foraging for items, making horrible, rash, harsh choices just to make it through the day. The game is pretty. I just finished, re, um, um, I was looking at Rolling Solo 
on YouTube, and they had a really good playthrough there, so I've been watching that. The materials, the components, um, the board, it it's amazing. It looks just like it would be playing it on you know on on an iOS. It, it's it's gorgeous, but I don't know if the subject matter is for everyone, so I'm on the fence if I'm going to show my kids that game because it is harsh. But it might be a learning experience too, because because um, right now my kids are really really playing a lot of Warzone and stuff like that, and you know. I call it the adult version of Fortnite because they've, they've bridged that from Fortnite. It was too kitty for them, so now they're playing Warzone from Call of Duty. But uh, I'm going to definitely show them that one, too, as well. Other tidbits. Uh, well, in the U.S., here in Cleveland, anyways, uh, we're finally going to get uh, the last cycle or pack for the cycle for the Dream Eaters. So I am going to do a playthrough, and I did pick... Uh, I'm going to see what Ursula Downs is because I'm going to see it. I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid and see why everyone talks so highly of Ursula Downs. And I took the, the build from Mythos Busters to see how it goes. So I think that's probably what I'm going to use there. And considering I can go blind, I'm going to go in blind. I haven't played any of that yet. Again, I wait until I get the whole campaign and just plop through it. So that will be an interesting experience. But I know... This splits up too, so I might have to build another investigator so I can do the two-stage approach. Because I honestly, believe it or not, been in the dark on, on this whole campaign for the Dream Eaters. I, I, I know there's like a two-tier campaign. Like you have four um, scenarios per side for this campaign. I just haven't done, you know, read too much into it. And I heard it's very wordy too. That It's like the biggest of the books that comes out of the deluxe pack. So... So, that'll be interesting. So, that comes out, well, as I'm recording this, that'll be out next week. So, kind of pumped about that. On top of that, too, Black Widow comes out for Marvel. So, that's another good thing, too. Oh, I also did pick up Streets of Arkham for Marches of Ma um, Mansions of Madness. So, I am still missing two more. I still got to get Horrific Journeys. And that's one if you're on a boat or on a train for uh, uh, the app game. And then... I know they just did one similar to Forgotten Age. I think it's called Path of the Serpent. And I would be all caught up with that. So, uh, that's really about it. It's going on. So, things are finally starting to open up. Uh, yeah. It's a crazy time we're in. I do miss baseball. My kid's playing baseball. I miss that too. So, we'll get through it. I mean, it needs to be done and over with. My kids are driving me bonkers. That's probably the other reason why I haven't been recording as much either, because they've been eating up so much of my time. So much time. They eat up so much of my time. Because they can't occupy themselves. Even with the dawn of, like, having all these electronics and stuff like that, it's just... Uh, it's just bad. I just like to boot them outside. I hate to be one of those parents who's like, oh, when I was a kid, I can go outside and do whatever... No. No. I mean, I did do that. I went outside until the lights came on and I came back home, but can't do it here. And that's probably what the biggest issue is, too. Between that work and doing this, I just don't have a heck of a lot of time. Oh, and the funny thing is, um, the other thing is my wife, who's not a very big board game, we have played two other games. She found Splendor, and Splendor is is a very little, simple engine-building game where you're collecting gemstones, build up cards, build your resources, get victory points. First first uh, 15 points starts the end game, and then whoever has the most points wins. So, she really digs that. She likes that one because it's easy enough for her. 
And the kids can play it too. She's always trying to beat me. Always. And as soon as she beats me, she retires the game. Like completely. We never play it again. That's it. As soon as she beats me in any game that I ever play, she's done. Retired. I play Galaga. Done. That's it. She beats me once. That's it. If she gets high score, that's it. She moves on. So, Splendor, doing all right. I'm kicking her butt on that. So, but there was an older one for Fantasy Flight that um, part of the Android series for, you know, Netrunner, stuff like that. Uh, it's called Mainframe. Now, if you were a kid, you were playing, you never played Square, so we have a, you have a grid of dots. And then as soon as you mark the fourth line in that box, you write your initial in there, and that's worth the point. So as soon as the grids uh, fills up, um, whoever has the most boxes claim wins. It's kind of like that. So you have these cards that'll give you these shapes, and it's very kind of like tetris Some of them be like the zigzag, some will be straight lines. And you have these like these counters, these pieces. Instead, they're called access points. There are your player markers. As soon as you close a gap with your marker in any space in between that has no other of the opponent's pieces, they'll get points. But there's cards in here that can uh, move your player pieces somewhere else, or you can flip-flop with somebody else. So there's like a whole mechanic, too. On top of that, it is a timer set within the deck of cards. So once the last card is drawn, the game is over. On top of that, too, there is... I think, yeah, there are six unique identities that has five additional cards, and you get three of those five cards that change the game just a little bit uh, to to that player's advantage. So it, it kind of mixes things up. So we played a couple games last night, and it was, like, really hot over this weekend, too, like 88 degrees. I sent up the table. I was, like, smoking a couple steaks, and I said, hey, bust out the game. She's like, sure, I'll bust out the game. First game, I obliterated her. Second game, she got me by one point. Retired it. Absolutely retired the game. I'm like, <laughs> I'm running out of games here <laughs> to play with you, honey. <laughs> so, if you have any suggestions on those games, kind of like that easy form factor where, like, she really digs Splendor, uh, give me some suggestions on that. <laughs> I would love to, to get her some other games that would pique her interest. Um, well, that'll do it. So, I'll move on, Patrice. I'll re- resupply her up. And we're going to move on to the Boundary Beyond, which, if I hated Threats of Fate, I definitely hate Boundary Beyond, because my mind can't wrap around that one. Because I think my last playthrough, I absolutely screwed that one up. And I'll probably screw this one up, too. So, that'll do it, guys and gals. You can get a hold of me at ArkhamsKids and gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and um, I will catch you later. <laughs>